What's up, guys? This is Matt from Morven, Georgia. No uh, mini cannon fire tonight. And uh, I got to tell you, I was set to make a uh, pretty epic loss call in, but I saw growth tonight. I saw evolution. I'm not happy. I'm not excited about this, but one way or another, I saw the changes that I wanted to see. They were too late, but we made offensive and defensive adjustments, and so I'm going to count that in the win column, not the one that counts, but in the one that I hope develops this team into a playoff team because right now there is prior to prior to this game I saw no hope but I feel a glimmer not happy but I think there's hope on the horizon if we can continue and grow from this game I'm down and out but I feel the spark You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast brought to you by Pepsi. This football season will be different and Pepsi's here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is a refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi made for football watching. I am James Yarko flying solo on this episode, but you can check out everything David and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Thank you to Matt from Morvin, Georgia for opening up the show with his voicemail. Matt and I have been chatting on Twitter back and forth. He's kind of airing out some of his grievances. I'm trying to, you know, talk him off the ledge a little bit, but ultimately we want the same thing. We want to see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers succeed. So we're going to continue to hear from you guys, the listeners in this episode, as I try to make it through without David and I'll just be fully, you know, transparent with all of you. Not feeling 100% today, so really appreciate all of you that called in, and we are going to get to some of these voicemails, and you guys are going to help me steer the show. So with that, let's kick things off with a voicemail from our buddy Yusef in Phoenix. Hey guys, it's Yusef out here in Phoenix. Well, defense played pretty terrible today. Uh, We hung in there. Uh, towards the end, but overall the defense played pretty terrible. Um, offensively, the play calling still sucks. I'm kind of, I'm not done with Byron Leftwich, but I'm getting really sick of the predictable play calling. Now towards, again, the second half and then to the, till the end of the game, our play calling was better. We were getting Brady what he likes. And, uh, I mean, we're what we're seven to five now on a bye. There's no more room for error. We have to win these last four games and hopefully keep that wild card place in check for us. Um, I, I'm, I'm not getting too high or too low as usual, but, uh, 
I'm I'm just sick of the predictable play calling. And what does it take? What does it take for us to mix up our, our plays? We, we we start running the ball, and then we stop. We get into the red zone, we stop running the ball. I, I don't get it. I'm I'm flabbergasted. Like again, we played well towards the end of the game, but it doesn't matter because we ended up basically losing the game in the first half, which is why we lost the game. Um, so it, it just, I, I hope this bye week helps and that we can go on this four game win streak. Hopefully we should be able to beat the teams in front of us coming up, but we'll see. Anyways, guys, I guess I'm not breathing fire like I was, uh, on Twitter <laughs> with my little snowman, but you know what? I'm a little less upset right now, but I'm so disappointed. Not getting too high or too low. Talk to you guys later. Go Bucks. Yousef, always appreciate the call. Look, I I understand the frustration. I think a lot of people are frustrated about the play calling. A lot of people are frustrated with the use or lack thereof at times of the run game or the personnel used in that run game. And you're right. You know, they get in the red zone and, you know, I I brought it up multiple times on yesterday's episode. They're in a goal-to-go situation. They hand the ball to Leonard Fournette. They throw the ball to Leonard Fournette. And the two plays net negative four yards. Why isn't Rojo in there? Why hasn't Ronald Jones earned those carries? Why hasn't Ronald Jones earned that opportunity? Simple fact of the matter is he has. And for whatever reason, they keep going back to Leonard Fournette. You know, Leonard Fournette tweeted out last night um, two words, humbling season. Not really sure what he means by that. I don't know if he means he's being humbled because of how well Ronald Jones is playing. I don't know if he means that he's being humbled because of the way the Buccaneers have utilized him or the way the Buccaneers have played over the course of the last four weeks. I don't know. It was a pretty cryptic tweet. But look, I was on this show. I was on BucksNation.com, and I was pounding the table about how great of a move I thought it was to bring in Leonard Fournette. That was before Ronald Jones came out and was a top five running back in the NFL. I didn't expect that. I, I certainly did not expect that Ronald Jones would still be the better option this late into the season. I thought Leonard Fournette would take that job from him. I've been proven wrong, and I'm happy to be wrong, but why can't the coaches see that? I don't get it. I don't get it. And you said you're right. There is no more room for error. They have four games coming up. You're facing an Atlanta team that is and 4-2 under former Buccaneers head coach Raheem Morris. You're facing a Minnesota Vikings team who is still in the playoff hunt, and then you get the Detroit Lions on a Saturday uh, they did make that announcement for those who missed it that the Bucks Lions will be the day after Christmas as part of a Saturday triple header. Fortunately, the Bucks kick that day off with the one o'clock game, and they are not the one slated for primetime. I think we can all breathe easy and rest easy knowing that that is not going to be the primetime matchup the day after Christmas because talk about a bah humbug. But. I still say this is a favorable schedule down the stretch. I still say that the Buccaneers match up well against the Vikings. They match up well against the Falcons. And they match up well against the Lions. 
These are all games that the Buccaneers should win. And in my opinion, the worst case scenario is you're looking at a team that goes three and one in the final quarter of the season, just like they did in the first and second quarters of the season. And you finish at 10 and six, still a playoff team. I think it's important that they run the table and they do everything they can to control their own destiny and hope that they get a little bit of help to slide back into that five seed. I would much rather be facing the the winner of the NFC East like the Washington football team or the New York Giants than have to go to Lambeau in the first week of the postseason. Just my opinion. We saw the Bucks beat the Packers once. No reason they can't do it again, except for the fact that it would be Lambeau in January. Hard pass. I'm not, I'm not throwing my hands up with this coaching staff as a whole. I'm not giving up hope on this team reaching its potential because they had a bad stretch. They had a bad four weeks. They can just as easily turn around after this bye week and have a great four weeks. And we all know that once you get into the playoffs, it's not always the best team that goes on to the Super Bowl. Sometimes it's the team that just got hot at the right time. Maybe now the Buccaneers are going to be getting hot and they're going to be heading into the playoffs as a really hot team at the right time. Something to think about. Not saying that that's what's going to happen, but it is certainly something to think about. Coming up in just a little bit, we are going to get to more of your voicemails. But first, of course, we have to give a shout out to our friends over at Pepsi. Thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents. I've seen a few of those uh, you know, with my kids' hockey team. Fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different. Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is a refreshment that you need to power through any game day because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content. Pepsi made for football watching. It's a voicemail Tuesday here on the Locked on Bucks podcast. You guys are helping me out with this show as David is taking his weekly day off. And uh, we're going to have another familiar voice opening up segment two. It's our buddy Tyler from Boston. What's up, boys? Tyler from Boston. Um, I think we knew it was going to take a great effort to beat the defending champs. They, they have a great team. They were they're coached very well. And um, luckily we made some adjustments. After the first quarter, we worked hard to take Tyreek out of the game. And I think that's Probably the best thing we could have done. <laughs> Maybe what we should have been doing. I don't know. It's, he's a great player. Um, I just think that we made too many mistakes today. We were penalized a lot in this game, although so was KC. But um, those picks were really deflating, especially coming off of really big plays. Um, the team is resilient, though. They didn't lie down. Uh, they didn't just take it. They make things. They made things interesting. And I think if this game took place early on in the year, we've been saying how great this was for our future, but at this point in the season, we might have to accept that this team might just be a wild card team, which is still better than what the past 13 years worth of Bucks teams can say, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, really thought Rojo looked good today. I wish we saw more of him, and same with Gronk. So, well-deserved bye week coming up. Let's go, Bucks. Let's finish the year strong. Tyler, appreciate the call, and yeah, you know, a, a wild card team is better than what we've gotten out of the Buccaneers in the past 13 years, and 
Like I've said before, I, I, it might have been my solo show last week. I find it really kind of funny how many people for years and years said, I just want to make the playoffs. Just give me relevant games after Halloween where the Bucks are at least you know, giving themselves a chance to make the playoffs. And here we are. It's after Thanksgiving. The Buccaneers, every one of their games in December is going to be relevant, is going to be important, is going to have an impact on the playoff race. And it looks like they are lined up to be a wild card team. And half the fan base is trying to run the coaching staff, the front office, everybody out of town. It's wild to me. I had people tweeting me yesterday and DMing me on Facebook on on the Bucks Nation account talking about how Brady's a waste of money. What a joke. He's not a leader. He's uh he's a fraud. He's stealing, you know, 25 million dollars from the Buccaneers and I just I shake my head. You know, this team this fan base rather has been through everything in the last decade. We're talking about firing John Gruden, promoting Raheem Morris, immediately cutting arguably the best player to ever suit up for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Derrick Brooks, not letting him leave on his own, not letting him have a retirement tour, cutting Derrick Brooks from the football team. Raheem gets fired. You bring in people like Greg Schiano, and with that comes Mercer. You bring in you know, Dirk Cutter. You bring in Lovey Smith. You bring in all these people, and it's been nothing but failures for a decade. Josh Freeman you know, looked like the next big thing. Failed. Jameis Winston. Jury's still out on him. But as far as his tenure in Tampa Bay, he didn't succeed. There was one winning season in his tenure under Dirk Cutter. The Bucks went 9-7. and seven. There's been no playoff opportunities. It's been heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak. And people are ready with torches and pitchforks to chase everyone out of one buck place because they're upset about a 7-5 and five record. That is wild to me. I understand that there's no moral victories. You don't bring in Tom Brady for moral victories. I get that. But this Buccaneers team is poised in a better position than anyone in the past 13 years heading into the month of December. It is loaded with talent, albeit talent that's being somewhat misused and mishandled at the moment in time. But like I just said, it's not always the best team that wins the Super Bowl. Sometimes it's the team that just gets hot at the right time. Let's take a look at another Tom Brady team. Let's talk about that undefeated Patriots team who just happened to run in to a real hot New York Giants team. The Giants weren't the best team in the NFL that year. They were just the hottest. That It happens. So... It, it just, it boggles my mind how we can go from, please just give us a chance at a playoff game to this team is seven and five and in line for a wild card berth 
and I want everyone fired. Just take a step back. Take a deep breath. It's it's gonna be okay. And Tyler, I apologize. I realized that my rant there kind of got away from the basis of your voicemail, but you kind of sent me down that that rabbit hole there because of, of your comment of, you know, we might have to accept that this team might just be a wildcard team, which is still better than what it's been in the past 13 years. Absolutely. I go back to a night that I had met up with a couple of friends, and my one buddy's a big Steelers fan, and he said, tell me honestly, do you think that the Buccaneers with Tom Brady are going to win the division this year? And I flat out told him no. I said, I still think the Saints are going to win the division because of the fact that they have such familiarity with one another. I think the Bucs are the more talented football team, but I think the Saints are going to end up winning the division because of the relationship between Peyton and Drew Brees, the cohesiveness of that offense, the fact that their defense has you know been a solid unit for quite a few years, and the Buccaneers didn't have the time to get on that level. They, they, they will never get on that level based on the fact that Brady's only going to be here for two years. Does that mean that I think that they can't win the division next year? No, absolutely not. But the longer you're with someone – the longer you're in a system, the longer you're with these teammates and coaches, the better you're going to be. Take a look at, at Brady in New England. And how many times did Josh McDaniels leave and come back and the team got better? Because they were so familiar with one another. They trusted one another. They knew what to expect from each other. That's how it works. This thing wasn't going to be built overnight. It didn't matter how many big-name players they signed. There was no time no availability to start to get that chemistry and that relationship growing. It was thrown into hyperdrive right out of the gate because they had to try to make up for lost time. So yes, this is a playoff team. Yes, this is a Super Bowl contending caliber roster as far as talent is concerned. All it takes is for them to get hot at the right time, guys. That's it. That's all we're looking for. You don't have a chance if you're not invited to the dance and the Bucks are forcing their way into getting one of those invitations. Just got to have a good final quarter of the season. Coming up in just a minute, we are going to hear from one more of our listeners. But first, we got we got to give a shout out to our friends over at Built Go. Whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with Built Go every day. They are easy to take in one and a half ounce packages. You can put it in your briefcase, your backpack, your purse, your golf bag, wherever you need to store it. It is easily transported wherever you need to go. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's like a five hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural. So it's better for your body. It's like drinking a monster energy drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. Bill Go combines energy gel with collagen protein, which is a fast absorbing protein. So it gets into your system quickly and it's easy on the stomach. It also promotes collagen also promotes joint, soft tissue, hair and skin health. So this stuff literally makes you look better. 
Visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED and you will receive 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. Wrapping things up here on a Voicemail Tuesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We have a very unhappy listener calling in about uh, about the Bucks and Chiefs games, so let's kick it over to our good buddy, Ben. Hey guys, happy holidays. This is Ben Rosa calling from LA. Just watched the... This uh, disappointing game with the Bucks, the loss against the Chiefs, and all I'm going to say is that I'm done with Arians and Leftwich. Yeah, this game could have been had, and it's just down to coaching. And, and I'm really over Arians and Leftwich. Um, not to mention Bulls. I mean, I, I'm just to say it. The whole coaching staff. This is on them. But I'm highlighting Arians more because he's constantly calling out Brady and not stepping up like a coach with integrity and taking things, taking responsibility. So that's an attack on his character. I'm not in favor of that. But just the preparation of this game, you know, the lack of running, I just, I'm just over it. Uh, I just want to hear your thoughts on that. And um, can we look into the possibility of pulling Josh McDaniels from the Patriots coaching staff and having him coming in here uh, to coach this this team, we are just way too talented. It's unacceptable. We could have won last week. We could have won this week. I mean, I'm I'm seeing the Bucks splitting at the end of the season and going nine and seven, uh, with possibly barely getting into the playoffs. Uh, so I just want to hear your thoughts on that. And happy holidays. Hope you guys are staying safe. And uh, go Bucks, I guess. Ben, appreciate the call. Um, first and foremost, I want absolutely nothing to do with Josh McDaniels ever. Ever. That guy torpedoed the Denver Broncos, completely screwed over the Indianapolis Colts. I want nothing to do with that guy. And it has a little to do with his coaching ability as far as head coaches are concerned. He's a phenomenal coordinator. And he worked with Brady, you know, for years. And and the two were one heck of a tandem. But I have absolutely no respect for him as a human being after what he did to the Colts. I think it was disgusting. And, in fact, David and I did an episode way back when that happened talking about Josh McDaniels. And I flat out said that he should never get another opportunity to be the head coach of a football team because of what he did to the Colts. And it wasn't just to the Colts. He had put together a staff. And then all of a sudden, these people were uprooting their families. They had quit their other jobs to join this coaching staff in Indianapolis. And then he bailed. That was, it it was disgusting to me. So yeah, I want nothing to do with Josh McDaniels, but I will say this. I am certainly not done with Bruce Arians. I am certainly not done with Todd Bowles. I have my frustrations with Byron Leftwich, but I have no issue with Bruce Arians calling out Tom Brady. I don't. And I'm not sure if you caught this or not, Ben, 
but it was Jeff Darlington on ESPN before the Bucks Chiefs game. He was asked about some of the murmurings about a disconnect between Bruce Arians and Tom Brady and the way that Arians has kind of publicly called out Brady for some things this season, and this is what Darlington was able to learn. Constantly changing your relationship to it's complicated, <laughs> we're together, we're not. What's the current status of this relationship? Well, Sam, I've been equally fascinated by the harsh candor with which Bruce Arians uses when he assesses Tom Brady's game. And I did express that to some people close to Brady. And I was surprised that I actually got kind of pushed back on a little bit, that Brady is okay with the way things are. He knew coming down to Tampa that this is how Arians is. And he actually kind of is amused by it. Now, uh, there are no regrets on the part of Brady. He loves it down here in Tampa. And he knows that what also comes with some of those harsh public sentiments is no BS from Arians, that it's a pretty good lifestyle. Now, does that mean that things are perfect in Tampa? No, not by any means. Brady wants to see better midweek preparations, better situational planning, so that at the end of games, like the one against the Rams, they're in a better spot. Speaking with high-ranking Bucks sources, they say that they feel like they recognize that and they have worked this week to try to make some corrections in that area. So are things aligned perfectly? No. But are relationships fractured here in Tampa? No, they are not. This is a team that still has optimism that they can get things back on the right track, Sam. So there you have it. Tom Brady is actually, quote-unquote, amused by it. He doesn't mind it. He appreciates the fact that Bruce Arians doesn't just blow smoke up his rear end and kiss his butt because he came to Tampa as the greatest quarterback to ever play. You know, Tom. I, I said it in my pick six last week. You know, just because he's Tom Brady does not mean he is free from criticism. And he's made mistakes. And he's made bad decisions. And he has thrown bad passes this year. That's the truth. He's not perfect. He's the best to ever do it at that position. But he's not perfect. And if the head coach is going to call you out on something, he's going to call you out on something. It's not going to get under Brady's skin. He knows who he is. He knows what he can do. You have two guys still learning to get on the same page. You heard Jeff Darlington talk about it. Brady wants to see better preparation in the middle of the week. Okay, so that's a you know trial and error kind of thing. Brady will come in and say, I think we need to do this and this and this. And Arians will say, well, we also need to do this and this and this. And it's about finding a balance between the two. We talked about it when Brady came here. These two are, you know, they're very different styles. You know, Brady has the ability to throw the ball down the field, but that's not generally the offense that he runs. And Bruce Arians has talked about my scheme is my players. Todd Bowles has talked about my scheme is my players. So they're trying to find that right mixture between what Bruce wants to do, what Tom wants to do, what Bruce can do, what Tom can do, and what the defense will allow them to do. It was fine in the first quarter of the season when they were 3-1. and one. It was fine in the second quarter of the season when they were 3-1. and one. Now everybody's in panic mode because they went 1-3. and three. You finish out the season 3-1. and one, Four and zero, you're talking about a 10-11 win football team, and you're heading to the playoffs. There's going to be some soul searching being done during this bye week. 
there's going to be more preparations made, more adjustments made to come out of this bye week firing and prepared for the Minnesota Vikings. It is not time to panic. It is not time to freak out. It is not time to clean house. I cannot say that enough. I don't know what it is about this team and this fan base that they only want to give coaches two years at a time. You're not going to get it done in two years. They can't keep chasing head coaches out just because seasons don't go the way you want them to. And they're doing better this year than they were last year. That's what I don't understand. Yes, it's frustrating. Yes, they should be doing better than they are. But this team is having a better season than they did last year. They are on track. They've lost close games, and it's been frustrating because those games have been against playoff caliber teams. And we view the Buccaneers as a playoff caliber team that is not living up to expectations. But that does not mean that this is not a playoff-worthy team or a playoff-worthy roster or that they need to clean house. What it means is they have to continue to adjust and get better each and every week. Now, is there stubbornness and frustration with some of the decisions by the coaching staff? Absolutely, and I've talked about those. I've talked about the stubbornness of the offensive play calling. I am not sold on Byron Leftwich. I'm continuing to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I have my frustrations with him. I have my frustrations with the fact that they call deep passes way too often by just running go routes. Like, it's infuriating. Mike Evans caught a 31-yard touchdown pass that was perfectly thrown because he got open on a double move. He didn't just run straight. That's not what these receivers do well. I'm frustrated with the lack of use of Ronald Jones and the overuse of Leonard Fournette. I'm frustrated with the lack of motion pre-snap for the offense. But these are all fixable problems. This is not a talent problem. This is not an intelligence problem. It's a fixable problem if whoever is making the decision will stop being stubborn and change it. But I am not going to sit here on this show or on Bucks Nation and advocate for the cleaning house of this coaching staff. I will not do it because I do not agree with it. And I know people have their frustrations with Arians and Leftwich and Bowles. But you're not going to solve a problem of chemistry and learning how to work with one another by firing the coach and starting the process over again when Brady only has that one year left on his deal. You have him for two years. He's paired up with Bruce Arians for two years. The hope and the goal is to win a Super Bowl within those two years. Last time I checked, they are 75% of the way through their first season together. And I know people don't want to hear it and they don't want to you know, admit it, but it takes time. And it frustrates me because I expected this team to be better than what they're showing, 
but that doesn't mean they're bad. It doesn't mean that Brady was a waste of money. It doesn't mean that Bruce Arians and his staff need to be fired. That's not what that boils down to. So, Ben, I appreciate the phone call. I'm sorry I disagree with you. Uh, Look, at the end of the day, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Everybody sees things differently. We all just want the Buccaneers to succeed. We all just have different ideas of what roads need to be traveled in order to get to that final destination. With that, I am out of here. So please check out everything going on over at BucksNation.com. Send us your voicemails to 813-444-5841. We do have a couple more that I was not able to get to. David and I can probably get to those tomorrow because... We don't have a game to transition over to. Usually Wednesday is our, you know, final look at the week before and our first look at the week ahead. Not this week. So we'll probably keep uh, keep cracking away at some of these voicemails that you are sending in. But again, that number is 813-444-5841. Follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to each other. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.